0: Welcome everyone. This is Adam Keskis. Welcome you back to the Founders Forge podcast. Today, Michael Bertoni has entered the forge to talk about his entrepreneur journey founding you prospect. Welcome, Michael. Hey Adam. Glad to have you.
1: Great to be in the forge. Yeah, awesome. Awesome.
0: <laughs> I love it when people do that. You like you get embraced with the love idea of the forge. And that's it's fantastic. I'm glad you said that. Do you have anything you want to start with before we dive in and I start asking personal questions about your life and going into therapy?
1: No, this is great. (laughs) Like I said, I have my own uh, video podcast, live video podcast, Tech Talks that I do every week. And i it's great to be actually interviewed by someone else. This is awesome. Awesome,
0: Yeah, so you know you know what's going on. You know how this works, that's great. So let's jump into the first details. We always like to start out with something a little on the personal side. So if you can give us like a two minute snippet of your personal life, like, you know, maybe where you were born, where you grew up, where you're living right now, sure. and kind sure. of a little bit of lead into your career, your current career. Okay,
1: so greatest thing is, my favorite superhero is Superman. And I'm going to, I'm just, I'm all into Superman. I've been into Superman since I was like four years old, right? Everybody has a superpower (laughs) and we all, we're all superhuman, to be honest. I mean, that's the way I like to live my life. We're all superheroes. We all have, you know, great, great qualities and we got to, we got to let them shine through. So, I mean, just a little bit of background on me. So I grew up in New Jersey, Northwest New Jersey. So don't hold that against me. And yeah, I grew up in just a small little town in Northwest near like Morristown. Right. And it was like on a mountain and we were secluded in our own little bubble for many, many years.
0: Nice. I was in New Jersey. I've only been in New Jersey once and I'd realized why it's called the garden state. Cause once you get out of Newark, it's absolutely stunning and beautiful. So, you know, people who bash on New Jersey really need to take a look at the rest of the state.
1: Absolutely. So that's, so that's it. I mean, I I'm fire away. Let's get in
0: nice. That. Well, where did you go to school? where did you go to school? And how did you get into like, what's the business you're doing right now? Because you're starting you prospect, but you have a background of other business going on. So tell us a little bit about your school and your current business before you prospect.
1: Yeah. So I grew up, I was a multi-sport athlete. I played about seven sports at a pretty high level and I played football was probably my best. I was on a full scholarship to the college of William and Mary. So I went to William and Mary and played football and actually at a pretty high level, I, I led the team in sacks. I had a 21 sacks for my career. We would always crush teams like Villanova. Delaware was tough. We, Delaware was always tough for us. JMU was tough. So I graduated with a degree in kinesiology and exercise physiology, which, nice. which doesn't have anything to do with tech. And I thought I wanted to be a teacher and a coach. You know, like your physical education, health coach and then coach all these sports. I mean, that's what I thought I wanted to do. But uh, then I got into uh, actually my first job. I was a financial advisor with Equitable AXA, did that for two years. And then I was driving myself into the ground because I'm a very hard worker. Like I have trouble sometimes stopping work. Right, That's my friends. So I just love to work. It's not really a job to me. You know, you got to really do in life, I think, what you're passionate about. So so when I'm working, it's just fun. Like, I love it. And so I was doing that at Equitable, and I was working like 80-hour weeks, and it was just getting unbearable. So I got into tech in 1999. I got a job with Computer Associates in Fort Lee, New Jersey, and for sales. And from then, I was at Computer Associates for five years. I became an enterprise sales executive. You know you as a software guy would know i would my first software that i really sold was called erwin it was for data modeling and database design but um so it's for database modeling and database design i did really well with that and then i was like an enterprise sales executive my whole life so i sold software i sold technology solutions and i, I sold application developments so i i helped people build software java.net i i sold I sold every, I sold many different types of technology solutions. So I sold application development, I sold storage, right? I sold testing services, I sold software at apogee, I sold software at Jive, Jive software. So I, I have this, I have this really deep wide blend of technology where I sold actual enterprise software. And then I actually sold services where I help people, you know, application development services, testing services, And yeah, so I I did that for many years until 2015 when I started my company, Philly Tech.
0: What does Philly Tech do? So
1: my company, Philly Tech, so I work with software companies and high-tech companies, and we help in three core areas. We help them hire their best talent in the world. We help them build awesome software, and we help them sell and generate leads.
0: So it sounds like you've got the—I mean, your background with or being in sales and doing enterprise work and everything—that's I mean, a perfect combination, right? So you've got the hiring, the building, and then of course helping companies sell because you've had all that great experience. Right. And that segues kind of nicely into talking about you prospect. Now you and I have chatted about it a little bit, but give me the the five word or very truncated version of what you prospect is.
1: Yeah. So you prospect is software and a master lead generation process that helps you generate 500% more leads.
0: Wow, that's that's an incredible stu- statement to make. So now tell me, you know, give me the 2-minute spiel on what you prospect is, like what does it cover and and how does it help people?
1: So there is a re- so I am I'm fanatical about lead generation. So when I started at Equitable, what I really knew how to do well at Equitable AXA was get in the door. And all I could all you could do back then was make cold calls. Right? And so I came up with scripts, pitches, all sorts of different things, right? And basically what I learned is this is the biggest problem with lead generation is people send you messages. They send you emails, right? They send you LinkedIn messages. They try to get your attention and they're sending words, right? You can s- I have a process for sending words right? I've been doing that for many, many years. I got an actual process to send Adam a message if I want to get him a a meeting. So there's big, a big thing missing is, is the digital business card. So in you prospect, the foundation of the product is a digital business card. The digital business card is your brand, how you want to be represented to the world, right? So think of it very much like a web page or a PDF or a resume maybe a one page resume but the use case when you have those things isn't hey get a meeting with me it's a website right it's like it's not get a lead it's it's a it's a website so a pdf doesn't allow you to set up a meeting with somebody so this right. so this digital business card is the essence of your brand everything that you do very well it's templated based on over 24 years of experience and the objective is you get it to people for and you try to get in front of them you try to get leads with them right so this digital business card is the foundational piece that is your brand and what you do and then there's a system around it of messaging and your contacts and how to run campaigns
0: that's awesome Something that you mentioned in our pre-interview was how part of where this originated from was just the result of the the COVID virus. and, And you made notice of that and how it impacted some of the people around you and how they could, you know, the consultants and how they could generate leads and everything like that. So can you elaborate on that a little bit? Tell us like, yeah, you know, give us a sample of somebody who you saw and you're like, you know what, if you had this, you'd be better off with using my service, this idea I'm coming up with.
1: First off, if it wasn't for COVID, I've always been doing this and it would have happened eventually, but if it wasn't for COVID happening, this wouldn't have happened in the speed it's happening now. Because when COVID happened, my business went down 80% in revenue, right? I was doing about $40,000 a month in revenue. And you know, you just do the numbers. Like I was like at 8K a month. I, I, it was like, holy cow, the world is falling. So I said to myself, what do people need to do? And what am I best at? It's sales and lead generation. And what do people need? People need still to generate meetings. They still need leads. They still need this stuff. So I created a service during COVID and it's been getting better and better and better. And I've gotten clients, you know, consultants, I've gotten software companies for the process. And now over the last literally two weeks, I have about $250,000 in pipeline from this service where I'm now I'm actually talking to large audiences. And, you know, when you do the service, the digital business card and the process, it costs a thousand dollars. Like I give you, I, I build the digital business card for you and then I train you on how to use it. It's a thousand dollars, right? So I was trying to come up with something because I was making no money. I'm like, what will people, a thousand dollars, give me a thousand dollars. I will help you generate leads, get meetings. Obviously COVID hopefully goes away. Right, this was huge. Pe- people were like, "This is amazing," and then, and then it just got better and better over time. So I work with consultants. They're cl- like all consultants, like one man organizations. They they have no idea. Like, how do I do this, Mike? How do I do? How do I get a meeting? I know that I'm good at Java. You know, maybe you're a front end developer or a back end. developer. I know I'm good mm-hmm. at this, but how do I get in the door? Yeah, right. So this this thing, it is it's your brand and it's the essence. But when somebody looks at it. In about five seconds, I want to understand what Adam does, right? And then it's like, yeah. and but you're sending it out to your correct persona, you're messaging people, right? The database piece mm-hmm. of it, right? So you have you, the digital business card is one thing. Now it's like Adam wants to get meetings with VPs of engineering and VPs of development, right? So we build a database of these people. You know how easy it is to connect with people on LinkedIn and then just like get them a message. I mean, this stuff is all easy to do. You just need a process to do it.
0: Right, right. I, I tell you, it's it's it actually kind of hits home for me because what I was working on before COVID completely evaporated. And I basically went from a decent income to no income. And uh, I had been out of the software business development for quite a while. You know, in reflection of what was going on in the environment, the quickest thing for me to do was to get in back into de- software development. However, I am probably... Very typical of the kind of people you're targeting, in the sense of, like, you know, I'm a good programmer. Uh, and I'm a good project manager, but like, you know, how how do I make the lead sales. generation happen? And that's the question that happens all the time. Yeah, sales, right? You know, and that's something that I, I don't really clearly understand as far as my own personal prospect is concerned. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's kind of a fascinating way to go there. So, yeah. give me an example, though. Coming back to the, the the origin story of this, right? Because you're you have a interesting situation. Like, you already have a, had a business. You've got business acumen. You're great with sales. You know. And so, for me, what it feels like is Was interesting is where your mind was that made that notice happen, right? Like you were talking to people. What was the? Let me ask it this way. What was the challenge for you in deciding that yes, this was a necessary thing, or was there a challenge at all? Was it just blindly obvious?
1: I I always knew that lead generation was my superpower. I mean, it was. It's been my superpower forever. So when I started at Equitable, I was able to get leads. I was able to get in the door. Scripts, pitches. You know what we had to do at Equitable. was was make cold calls, right? Use the phone. When I started at Computer Associates, the RVP wanted us to make 80 calls a day. I made 150 a day, but I just had a better process, right? So I, but, so when I started my own company as a software engineer, you know, like five, six years ago, I didn't know how to really build software for myself, right? So there there's not necessarily a manual out there that explains you how to do it. I mean the interfaces look like garbage in the beginning. If I showed you the be- if I showed you the beginning of you prospect, you prospect the interfaces look like garbage in the beginning and they got better they got better they got better over time. Um, it, so it was finding out what your superpower is and what you're passionate about right uh, and then wanting to make a living at it Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to want to make a living at it. So I was always very good at this. I'm like, so how do I create this into a service? So people, so I create into a service, like, so people would do it. And then I said, oh, geez, you know, I'm going to create this service into a software product, mm-hmm. right? Cause that's, that's, that was me. I was building software. So I said, okay. And I, and I looked at some of my mentors too, that were building service companies. And they were saying to me, yeah, Mike, it's very good when you have a service company to have software that you own, that you give to people to make the services better. It's like a differentiation, right? So I thought about that. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to use it myself. Then I start having people use it, right? So I don't know if that, I hope that answers your question, but it's, uh, you know, I mean, this has just been something that's been a long
0: time. So what is... What, what is your kryptonite then in terms of this past year working on this? Has, has there been some place in the business where you felt like, you know, there was several hurdles or a hurdle that you needed to overcome and how did you overcome that hurdle? Yeah,
1: I would say my biggest uh, strength is most of my biggest weakness. So remember I told you when I was at Equitable, I drove myself into the ground. I was working like eighty nine hour weeks. That has never stopped, right? So my... I just have to stop and go to sleep. So my biggest challenge really is that that's one thing. The other thing is strategic, looking at the business strategically. So really, truly doing some strategic planning, right? I, I I mean, if you could imagine I'm working hard, I'm doing a lot of things. I have a lot of ideas, but you know, sometimes the ideas throw me off kilter and then I come back on track. So the biggest the biggest challenge is the biggest is my biggest strengths, my biggest weakness, because I have this energy and this drive. But sometimes I'll do something and it'll take me in a direction where, geez, I probably shouldn't have just spent like 30 hours doing that thing, right? But then I figure it out and I get back on track. Um, so does that make sense? Like it's no, no, it makes total I mean, sense. it's and,
0: and well, what's interesting about it is I I don't know if this applies to you necessarily, based on what I'm hearing. But you know, for a lot of people, you know, that we've talked to, um, both on the interviews and just in person, you know, a big challenge is they work a lot. But there's a there's a mental health aspect to that. Both either something that drives them to work that hard, or that working so hard actually causes mental health issues. You know, we're talking about like work stress and family issues, and you know, COVID nineteen, of course, being the biggest stress that you know globally we've ever had, and, and decades right and you know this puts an unprecedented amount of stress on people that you know i can imagine when you know if you got laid off for example you and you got a job you were the one of the lucky ones to get your job back or even if you didn't leave your job maybe you felt compelled to work even harder right and then there's that stress and everything like that yeah. so that's some that's a topic that often comes up with us but with you it sounds like it's your just your outright energy and so correct me if i'm hearing this wrong but your concern is, is that you are you concerned about being burnt out or is that
1: Yeah i'm not concerned about it it's just i know if i'm really going to scale i mean if you look at what i'm trying to do with you prospect and i'll say this to you now and this is the first time i'm being interviewed on this i want to be the largest software company in philadelphia my vision with you prospect is to get to 50 million dollars as quickly as possible and be worth 20 times revenue and be worth a billion dollars and so this digital business card here's the reality of it 260 million active users of linkedin that's my market. So there are 260 million active users people that are trying to get things done. They're trying to get meetings. They're sending messages out. You know, they're doing things, right? Mm-hmm. The challenge, big challenge with LinkedIn is the fact that everybody thinks if they get LinkedIn or Navigator or something like, yeah, that's going to help. No, you need a mess. You need a process by which to use the channel. LinkedIn is no different than email. It's just easier maybe to reach out to the person because right, you could find them or something like that or connect with them but it's no different you need a process through the channel to get what you want right so everybody who's an active user so if you think about that if i get point zero 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 one less than that percent of that market i'm a 50 million dollar company not just one per nice. like when you go to the investor and you say yeah i gotta get one percent of this market i have to get point less than point zero zero one percent of that market to be worth so I'm going to sell the software for $500 a year. So it's just pretty simple. Five. I mean, I know it probably might not always stay at $500, right? But $500, you know, to get to 50 million, how many? How many people do I need, right? I mean, you have churn. Right. You have cher- it's, it's it's pretty simple math, and that is it is a better way. It is just a better way. And every more and more people I show this to. Like I just had a meeting at a at a large financial services company, the largest, one of the largest. I presented to 200 advisors. You know what the number one challenge of advisors is? Lead generation. These advisors, and I was an advisor. They work their book of business. Their manager says to them, "Hey, well, what are the new meetings you've got? And They go, "Oh, and I'm working my book, my book of business." That's the everybody says that, right? And but every manager wants them to get out and get more meetings, get new business. When I was in the business I was getting these meetings all the time. So and then I just had a meeting with a large software company of about, you know, about 500 people. Basically the sales rep that I'm working with said to me, "Mike, every salesperson in our company should have this." He's like, "I'm going to champion you." And that so that just happened those two things happened in the last week. Nice. And this is and this and those opportunities alone are 250,000. So 200 reps, 200 reps at a financial services company, right? So when I sell this now, I sell it for $500, is the, you prospect the digital business card, and $500 for the service for me to teach you how to do, you know, use it, it's $1,000, right? You know, if you could come up, if you could give, if I said, hey, Adam, I'm gonna teach you this system, that you generate leads, you have your brand, you learn how to go get content out there, give me $1,000, you'd be like, yes, I'm young, right? So. It's it's really starting to get some traction, and it's, I'm so excited to be talking to you because nobody ever inter- nobody ever interviews me. I mean, but, uh, but I have, but I can help. I can help 260 million people. So you know how many active users of LinkedIn there are? No, you know how many users? 800 million LinkedIn right. users. Out of that, 260 million are active.
0: Right. My- and so you only need that one thousandth of a percent yeah connection in order to make and, the money happen right there and my
1: feeling is this like you as adam every person who is a knowledge worker needs you prospect because even if you have a full-time job even if you have a full-time job if shouldn't you still be meeting with people and this this thing in the background just like meeting with people because covid you lose your job mm-hmm. everybody who has a full-time job wants to work on the own, but they just don't know how to do it every like most people you say you want to be working for the man? Like, no, I want to be working for myself. And most people are doing something on the side, like they have side businesses, right? So I'm, this is a way that ultimately, it, ultimately what I wanted to be very long-term is a sales coach in a box. You know, it's like, it's because the big, biggest challenge with any person starting any company typically is sales. Typically it's like, I just don't like, you're like Mike Adams like I don't I don't know how to sell myself Mike how do I do this how do I get in the door once I'm in the door and I'm talking to a head of you know a director of engineering or I'm like yeah this is what I do I'm, I'm a stud you know I'm an a player I, I know .NET. I know C sharp I know this blah, blah, blah. And, and then you get the job right or maybe so yeah there's just there's just massive massive opportunity for this um and yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it to the masses and i just got to get focused i got to get so the challenge of me is just focus like mike i'm really good at focus but i can't focus on 100 things right i got to focus on these five pillars du, 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 right not right. not what i'm doing now which is 25 things like like no right
0: so who, who's supporting you on this like wh- like who's doing the software development for you and and you know you this isn't just a one man job to get this going you're the the head of it but you know who are your arms and legs helping you propel forward
1: yeah so i have a team right now of 15 people and that is a, a full-time i actually have uh three full-time i've got consultants and i've got advisors and this is all pretty much the team the core team there was always core but then there were other people that i brought in and it actually happened during COVID. like advisors like i brought in a couple advisors and these guys are helping me immensely. Right. And so, so you don't need a lot, right. You don't need a lot to, to do something. You definitely, one of the biggest things that I learned recently is you need advisors. You okay. need coaches, right? You can't do it by yourself, right? So right now I, I I'd say I have three, I have one core coach and then I have two advisors. So like whenever I'm working on something, I send it to them. And they look at it, they, Oh, this is good. Or Mike, Mike, what does this have to do with anything you do for, you know? So they, they give me great
0: feedback. So is that, that's the key, right? The feedback, like you, you can come up with great ideas, but how do you filter those ideas out to get the best ones? For example, is that, that a fair statement? Right,
1: exactly. I mean, and so in the next few weeks, and maybe you can help me if you know someone, but I really need to be doing strategic planning. Because once I'm focused, I'm a machine. So I started, I started focusing on this, this lead generation, new prospect service like this. And like literally just ding, 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 like all these opportunities are coming. Like, so, so I'll give you an example of what happened just so you have the, you have the opportunities that I said, a 50 person opportunity and a 200 person opportunity. And then this morning I'm in my calendar and I'm looking at my calendar and I have a meeting in there. And I'm like, who is this meeting for? So I look, dig down, I, they reached out to me, which is awesome. And it was, we want to learn more about your, you prospect service. Like that was a meeting that I just had this morning. So I did the same again, once I have a presentation, now I'm doing the same presentation. I'm just doing it over and over. I'm making it better. So I did this presentation to this woman and it's like a consult. It's again, it's a data consulting company in King of Prussia right you you would know this type it's like a data consulting company they've got like 30 employees you know what their biggest challenge is mike we've hired all these sales and they suck we can't get we can't <laughs> get good we can't get good leads we have all these sales like i don't know how to get leads like i don't know how we grow like i mean it was like oh my god and i'm just telling her everything and then i get to the number at the end the numbers and she's like yeah i'm going to talk to my boss and i'm just like oh you know, so, so right. it just, it was, this has all been happening. It's all been, because once you get focused on something you really love to do and you come up with the presentation, now you're just like, now you're just making it better right now. And now it's just better, better, better. I'm working with software companies. I build software. I'm building my own software. It's super exciting. Right. And yeah, I mean. You, so, so project you're, you're good. You're a good manager. You could code still. You're kind of a player coach a little bit. You still do a little bit of coding, but you'd rather, you'd rather manage people. Yeah. Yeah, no,
0: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's you. You hit the nail on the head. I'd rather do that kind of thing. Yeah. So no, that's awesome. So, so Michael, it's, this has been fantastic hearing about you prospect and just hearing a bit about your history too. We're going to wrap this up, okay? and I want to wrap this up with, uh, coming back to the beginning, your favorite superhero is Superman, mm-hmm. and your kryptonite is that you work really hard and it can maybe a little too much, mm-hmm. but what is your second favorite superhero?
1: Wow, that's tough. I, I, I kind of know the answer, so it's the Hulk.
0: The Hulk, okay. Going from the DC universe to the Marvel universe, and why the Hulk?
1: The Hulk is I, I would say at one point in time, knowing what you know about me, right, I am energy personified. So the Hulk, <laughs> so the Hulk, the Hulk is energy personified, right? Definitely. So I am like I when I was younger, I wasn't able to control the energy as well as I can now, right? So the way I'm talking to you now, do you see I'm talking a little bit slower? I'm talking a little bit more, right? That's because I'm 46 years old, right? So when I was younger, I would be talking like this. I'd be talking so fast. And I'd be like, why is everybody not talking like me? Why are everybody not moving around like me? Right. I was moving so fast and doing things and this, and I swear in, I swear to you. And I'm just, I'm saying this because I don't really know you that well. When I was a, when I was in high school and a senior, people were like, Mike, are you on drugs? And I'd be like, no, I'm not on drugs. I'm I'm not on drugs really. I was never on drugs and I'm just, I have, I'm very hyper. I have a lot of energy, so it's Hulk. I can tell. But what I've been able to do, I've hit phase two of my life. I hit phase two of my life last November when I finalized my divorce. Phase two is taking that energy. That's that Hulk, Superman, right? Superman, but then Hulk is just right. He's, he's energy personified, right? But, and he can't even control it. Controlling that energy and getting it focused Eventually into you prospect and then Dom and then, it. and then helping people.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I, I love the message and I love the, the connection with the superheroes as well. Yeah. The big, big superhero geek. So love hearing that and love uh, and for the audience, um, because you obviously can't see anything, but, but Michael's wearing a, a black on black Superman t-shirt <laughs> under his blazer. It looks great. Michael, thanks so much for sharing that today. We really appreciate it. And just so people know, where can they get a hold of you regarding you prospect?
1: Yes. So you can go to uprospect.co. So that's you and then prospect P-R-O-S-P-E-C-T dot co. You can go to philitech.co.co. You can go to my LinkedIn profile. I've got over 17,000 first connections on LinkedIn. I'm one of the most connected people in the world. So you could find me on LinkedIn very easily. Uh, so it's Michael C. Bertone on LinkedIn. Those are probably the three best places. You could always get me very quickly on LinkedIn. So yeah, absolutely.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks again, Michael. And we're glad to have been able to interview today about you, Prospect. Thanks for sharing your journey with us. And we look forward to tracking you along with your business as we hear about how Prospect grows and becomes the greatest software business, the biggest software business in Philly. Yeah. And thanks to all our listeners for joining us in The Forge. As always, feel free to reach out and join in on the conversation or to get on the shortlist and sit in front of the mic like Michael has done. You can find all the relevant links and info in the show notes. Thanks a lot.